Hello, Pastor Deborah here, and welcome again to another video for you from the Light of Love YouTube channel. One part of the global network of YouTube channels from Agape Love, Love is Here's global spiritual teaching ministry. This one is going to be video number two. In the light of love. Yeah, remember we have started this new channel to help you who have been so abused, mistreated, misunderstood, bullied, trafficked, sold into slavery, had childhood trauma, and life has not been well for you. In this video, number two, we're going to go through some poems. Then I'm going to read to you a couple of letters. Remember from video one, I was anointed and blessed and called to be a spiritual mother to you. Yes, this wonderful motion video. See this wonderful person back here? That's you. The spiritual you. Hidden away. Deep inside your dirt. I had to learn about you, had to find you, had to be able to talk to you, understand you, and be sensitive to you. I had to move in the gift of discerning of spirits, which would help me see and peer into, hear and understand and listen into the realm of the spirit, where you are, the forever person. So this video, number two, is going to take us a little deeper into my story and yours, of how I had to learn how to help you the Lord's way. Remember, I was a licensed clinical mental health counselor when I started. I only knew the ways of the world. Therapy, you being a client. Money paid by insurance. Diagnosing a medical and biological disease. Oh, I had lots of experiences in many places, hospitals, group homes, jails, homeless shelters, private practice, nursing homes. Yeah, I volunteered with every community group I could. I learned about child abuse through being a guardian ad litem. Learned about dying through hospice. Learned about child abuse. Mm -hmm. I used to teach parenting classes to court-ordered parents of children like you. Mm-hmm. I was well acquainted with the court systems, being a victim's advocate, both at a child and an adult's level. I was also a nationally certified clinical mental health counselor. I sat on national committees for mental health counseling. I used to go to Washington, D.C. and lobby for the profession. I sat on a national committee to help develop and create and implement national professional standards in education and universities. And I was a chair of a nominating committee to help elect the new president and officers of the American Mental Health Association. And while I was doing that, I was also a local district here in the state of Florida for Florida's mental health counselors. 
I kept all the Florida mental health counselors in my district aware of. I sent out newsletters, had meetings, told them what was going on at the national level. I was busy trying to help you and trying to get other people to learn how to help you. But that was not the way I was to help you. So one day, God asked me to put that down. Back about 1994, maybe, I lost my job. I had no income, no job, no identity. I was getting depressed. But along came in 1995 in June. I missed it by six weeks. A global revival was coming. Right here in Pensacola at the Brownsville Assembly of God Church. The pastor of it, Pastor John, had been teaching and hoping for a revival. He had heard from his friend, Steve Hill, who was down in Argentina and who was a part of a powerful revival down there. Pastor John went into his church, Brownsville Assembly of God, threw his keys down, he said, and told God he was done unless there was more. He was not satisfied being on television, having a thousand member church, brand new sanctuary. As he was hearing from his friend, Steve, there was more to God. There was more. There was healing deliverances. God was healing people's teeth with gold. Casting out of devils was occurring. People were coming for repentance and salvations. And Pastor John wanted that. He threw his keys down and said, if I can't have that, I'm done. Well, God led him to start teaching on revival for two years. He lost a lot of members. They got tired of hearing about that. And he changed his orders of service. Sunday night became one of Holy Communion. He had prayer meetings with banners every week for two years. But he still wasn't ready. Even though he did all that. His heart was full of pride. And God told him one night when he was driving his car, he would pass him by if he didn't humble himself. So his story goes, he told us that he stopped the car right on the side of the road, got down on his knees, asked God to forgive him for pride and don't pass him by. And God didn't. On June, Father's Day, June 1995, was Steve Hill preaching. Because Pastor John was very tired. His mother had just passed away six, maybe six weeks ago. And he was emotionally drained and could not teach. So here on Father's Day, on Sunday morning, this young man, this young stallion who's now in heaven, he got up and he told about the power of God in Argentina. And that it was here. It was coming through him. Because his story was, he had gotten touched down in Argentina years ago, came back to America, tried to go out through the Assemblies of God churches. They were dead and dry. You probably are in one yourself. Nobody wanted it. Well, he went over to Belarus to help open up a teen challenge. He heard about something happening in Scotland. The power of God coming down. So he went there, and he was to have a meeting with the, the pastor there. Well, he walked into the sanctuary and he saw all these men laying on the floor. He said, I don't want to talk. Just pray for me. And down Steve Hill went. And he came back and said to his wife, Jerry, let me pray for you. (laughs) That ain't going to do any good. I never fall. Nothing ever happens. 
Now they had been down in the Argentine revival for maybe five years. Well, he prayed for and down she went. And he was scheduled to uh, be at the pulpit uh, for Pastor John. But Pastor John, as I said, was very emotionally drained because his mother had passed away. And in fact, God said, I will not bring the revival until she has passed away. When you have divided attentions, like maybe your mother or family or wife, God may have to pass you by because he needs your full dedication to be with him, not with your family. So what happened Sunday morning? It's I have the video on the YouTube channel, The Hidden Kingdoms. It's all over the web uh, YouTube channels. Steve Hill preaching Sunday morning, June 1995. And it went from there, and I was, happened to be up in Canada at the time. So I missed it for about six weeks. But when I got back, and with family's encouragement, I went. And my life was changed. Now, I thought I was going to be a mental health counselor working full-time on salary in the church to help you and sort of combine the Lord's way and mental health counseling. But that never worked out, and I was depressed. And God asked me one Friday night, as soon as I found out that that was not going to happen, what was I going to do? Was I going to leave and be mad? Or was I going to go through those doors into the sanctuary and come after him? I was at a crossroads. And I chose to go through the doors of the sanctuary at Brownsville Assembly of God on a Friday night and go after God. No matter what, my life changed. Poems came. I was thrown into the deep spiritual darkness where you live. Where this little one is. The forever person. I had to understand the occult and Satanism and witchcraft. Moving in the spirit. Demonic spirits. None of that was taught in mental health counseling. I was given poems to help me. Visions. Gifts started opening up. Discerning of spirits started moving. I had to learn about multiple personalities. Trauma-based bonding. I had to learn about the MK Ultra programming system i had to read horrible true stories i had to read about people in therapy as multiple personalities i had to grow fast and i did and some of these poems you're going to hear now were given to me by god to help you so before we get started let's pray dear heavenly father we thank you for your love of the forever person the one hidden away in the dirt that you lost long ago in the Garden of Eden to sin, to disobedience. He became a traitor to you. He lost your Holy Spirit. And Father, yet you never forsook him. Oh, you had to stay away from him for a while because you were very angry. We know that. And man became so evil and wicked that every imagination, every thought of his heart, his mind, all of his actions and deeds were evil and wicked. You had to destroy us, except a few. You started over, because you were not going to quit. You were going to have a family of forever persons, children, for the kingdom of heaven. And you were going to be their father and their mother. You were going to be their image 
and their likeness. Father, we thank you for never quitting, never giving up on us, always helping us, and eventually going to a cross through your son and in your son to pay the price as a tra- of a traitor that we were to take our sin and our rebellion on you so we could return through a new birth, through blood, through the cross, through death, to you as a new creature in Christ. We thank you that you loved us so much and that the light of love was always shining to us, reaching out to us, calling us, speaking to us in dreams and visions. Oh, we had thoughts of you of gods and goddesses. And Father, you kept working through every generation, every family, culture, tradition. We thank you for never giving up on us and helping us to become new in you. And now we ask you to be with us as we study and hear your words of love and that you bring the light of love to us in this video. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right. This is going to be video number two. When I began, I thought it was to help other people, which now I am, to help you. So I wrote this poem, but it really helped me. It's called, Do You See Them? Do You Hear Them? And I had had to learn where you were. I used to see you in visions. I would be walking into Walmart. An open vision would come. I would be on a lighted white path. And below me were flames and smoke and fire. Screams. And I would see a hand come up. And it would be calling to me. Help me. Help me. Please, I'm down here. I want to live. Please, I'm alive. More smoke and flames. More cries. More hands. And then a demonic claw would come and grab them. And I would cry out to God to help you. I didn't know who you were or where this place was. How to get there. There was nothing in mental health counseling about it. And God said, I will. I will send you. I said, no, sir. No, sir. I don't know them. I don't know what to do. This is beyond mental health counseling. But he had to help me see you first. So he gave me this point. Do you see them? Do you hear them? going to read it to you do you hear their silent cries do you see their hands in the darkness do you do you hear their heart cries do you see the multitudes of hands do you do you hear their silent cries do you see their hands In the darkness. Do you? Who? Those precious ones. Who Christ Jesus loves. And died for. Do you hear them crying? Do you see them reaching for a hand. Of love. Do you? They are there in the dark. They've been waiting. So very long. Waiting so very long. Do you hear the brokenness of their hearts? 
Do you see their hands chained? Do you? Would you find room in your heart for them? Would you love them as he does? Would you reach out to them? The forever person hidden away deep inside a soul, deep inside the physical dirt. Would you find room in your heart for them? Would you love them as he does? Would you reach out to them as he did? Would you speak his words of light and love, mercy and compassion to them as he did? Would you? Would you walk with them as he will forever and ever, no matter what? Would you? Would you be fathers and mothers to them? Would you provide a place for them of safety and freedom spiritually? Would you? He did. He still does. He always will. He loves them. He bought them. Their freedom. With his blood. Could he bring them to you spiritually? Could you do as he did? Could you open your life. Your heart. The spiritual words of God. To them. Could you? Could he trust you. With such broken hearts. Could he trust you with them. For they are very precious to him. Could he count on you to walk with them spiritually right into eternity? Could he? Could they see him through and in you? Through your words? Spiritually. Could they find him spiritually because of you? Could they spiritually know the Father's love through you? Could they? Could you grab their hands spiritually in the darkness, in the flames? Do you hear their silent cries for help? Do you? He could. He did. He still does. And he has now sent us. That was a poem, a question that I had to be asked myself. And once I could answer, yes, 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 yes. Then he said, help my people to say yes also. For there were many billions and billions more to reach. Now we have to go to galaxies. We'll have to be on the moon and the colonies of Mars and far beyond. We just learned through the James Webb telescope. There are so many galaxies and planets and stars. We're not the only living creatures out there. You have to be willing to go 
where no man has gone before. You have to be an adventurer like Star Trek, Captain Kirk, Spock, Bones, and go out among the stars. I'm going now, Mm -hmm. spiritually. So that was one of the many points that God gave me to help you. Now let's look at another one. In my early years, and even now, God always backed up everything he taught me with scripture. I had to be able to read the Bible and see and hear him and his heart's desires. I had to hear our own heart's cries to him. So he gave me one, and I titled it, King David Cried Too. It's based on Psalms 55, 18. Out of the authorized King James Bible. This was King David of ancient Israel. The second king of Israel. His family was coming against him. Things were not going well. And he was crying out to his God. His Lord and King. God of Israel. Give ear to my prayer. O God. And hide not yourself. From my supplication. Attend unto me and hear me. I mourn in my complaint and make a noise because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they cast iniquity, sin, perversion, terror upon me. And in anger, wrath, they hate me. My heart is so pained within me. And the terrors of death are fallen upon me. This was King David's spirit talking to God about himself, his spirit, and his soul, and even physical body. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me. And horror has overwhelmed me. I know you can say that yourself. And I said, oh, that if I had wings like a dove, then I would fly away and be at rest. All of you do that. You have the gift. And you do that. You fly away somewhere. You leave. You go into trances. You might leave your body. You might become somebody else. You fly away and you be at rest. Lo, then I would wander far off. We learn about that when you watch the movie, The Wizard of Oz. Judy Garland, Dorothy, got a hit on the head, a head concussion, was sort of in a coma. And she went into Oz. And she was out for a long time. She had some issues to resolve within herself. But she did it far off in another land. The land of Oz. We all do it. And if you have any head injuries, physical injuries, fear and trembling, we fly off. The best way we know how. You don't know how you do it. It's a gift from God. You might disassociate and become somebody else. You might go into a trance. You might leave your body. You get a head injury of some kind or you pass out, you're gone. 
in some kind of sleep like Dorothy, off in another world that's created for you, a safe place. Lo, then I would wander far off and remain in the wilderness. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. Most of you, your life has been a windy storm. Maybe it was even in the womb, loud noises and fear and trembling and beatings were occurring to you. The environment, the culture that you lived in, the tradition was a tempest. Angry, jealousy, drugs. Maybe you barely made it out of the womb. Some of you didn't. Your tempest and attacks came in the womb. But Pastor Deborah and God are right there for you. So yes, even King David tells us how he felt. And God gave that to me so I would understand you. And what your desires are. And where you want to go. And what was causing you to flee and fly like a dove. Then I had to start getting bold like a soldier. Like a special operations soldier. One that would go behind enemy lines. I had to be a general. I had to learn warfare, attitudes, character. I had to develop my spirit, my soul. Not my physical body, but I do keep it in good shape. You may not know it, but I'm going on 71. I try to stay as healthy as possible. Got a lot of recordings to do. This poem was given to me directly by God himself. It was to be an attitude of my spirit. I would declare this and decree this and speak this to the enemy of you. Mm -hmm. Many times and still do. It's called Watch and See. This was written long ago. Satan, listen well to my words. Yes, I had entered into Satan's battle. I had learned about him, his kingdom of darkness and ignorance. I had learned who our spiritual enemy was and all the weapons that he uses. And I had to learn how to speak to him directly. And so I did. Satan, listen well to my words. Watch and see the salvations of the Lord. For he sends this servant out in his name. And his authority and power with no boundaries, no limits. Watch and see, Satan. His hand move upon the hearts in the nations you control. Watch and see. His power move through your kingdom. And his and a mother's love. And freedom is proclaimed to the captives. And children are born again. Watch and see, Satan. His hand upon and through me, Pastor Deborah. And his agape love, love is here's ministry. Watch and see. This servant, Pastor Deborah, minister and disciple of Christ Jesus, become a spiritual mother and disciple. To the nations. Watch and see. Signs and wonders come through. A mother's words and heart. 
and hands. Watch and see. His hands anoint as he did Christ Jesus. Watch and see. Agape love destroy your words, your works, your deceptions, lies, and confusions, and terrors, Satan. I had to have an attitude, as you can tell. Watch and see, yet unable to ever touch this chosen one. Now, he has tried to touch me. He has shot at me. He has poisoned me. He's tried to kill me in my own home with scissors. From somebody I took in to help. He attacks through husband, through children, through strangers. Hey, oh, he's tried. But God has protected me every single time. Sometimes he tries through weather, hurricanes, lightning. God is always right there. Sometimes he, Satan tries to work through YouTube, social media. But God is always right there. Watch and see, Satan, this spiritual Joshua, Pastor Deborah, of the Lord Most High God. Watch and see your plans foiled every time and your strongholds come down just as Jericho did of old. So I had to go study the falling of Jericho with Joshua. Watch and see, Satan. Pastor Deborah's spiritual mother's heart and hands reach down and grab onto the hands in the dark and bring joy unspeakable to their lives. In the name of Christ Jesus, the Lord, watch and see, Satan, as your kingdom is devastated spiritually. By his agape love and light. Watch and see the Holy Spirit as he is welcomed into the hearts of those in your kingdom. Watch and see as your kingdom is plundered and what was yours is no more. I had to really have an attitude. Still do. You wouldn't know it when you met me. I'm kind of peaceful and quiet. I'm very short. I'm only 5'2". So you would never suspect me just by looking at me physically. And did you know that now through the gift of discerning of spirits and the Holy Spirit, I can take on any shape and form. I have been Indian princesses because that's in my background. I've been pure light. And you know how you can tell what that looks like? As you go watch this movie in Star Trek, that was on television. Captain Kirk and the Cleons were after this planet. So they both got on it and there were some people there. They were very quiet and docile, sort of like sheep. And they would never get angry. They weren't going to fight. They really didn't care what was going on. And Captain Kirk and the Cleons couldn't figure out what was going on with these people. So right in front of Captain Kirk and the Klingon warrior, these creatures, these humans, Changed. They became nothing but light. That's all. The physical form disappeared. And they were nothing but high energy light. So Captain Kirk and the Klingon realized this was a species well evolved above them. And they only took on the physical form 
they thought would be pleasing and acceptable to the Klingons and to the humans, but that's not who they really were. They were nothing but pure energy. So that's what you learn by watching movies. Satan, watch and see freedom come to all because of the heavenly father's and mother's love for them. Watch and see. Satan, you watch and see supernatural love and light and truth come into your kingdom. Where is his kingdom? It's in the world. It's in you. It's in your mind, your emotions, your thoughts, your soul, your spirit. And it's on earth. It's moving through the weather. It's moving through the nature and animals. Mm -hmm. Watch and see Satan. Love, come. Watch and see, for boundaries are no more. Boy, I didn't know what I was writing then. Now I'm off in other galaxies. The normal for God can now be through Pastor Deborah, where all hindrances have been removed. Now watch and see, Satan. His supernatural love move on the hearts of your captives. Watch and see, Satan. So, Satan, watch and see, for I'll be seeing you around as I go into all the world and preach the love of God and reach the hands of those in your kingdom with his love as a spiritual mother and dry their silent cries and their tears with the riches and glory of the kingdom of heaven. And love them right into the arms of Christ Jesus, the Lord of all. So, Satan, I'll be seeing you around, Pastor Deborah. You know how many times I've said that to Satan and reminded him of that? Many. Mm-hmm. I'm putting him on notice, decreeing and declaring what's going to happen. And when you do that, God can work through you. But you got to have sort of the right attitude. You won't hear that come out of my mouth too much. It's in prayers. It's in the realm of the spirit. Even when I'm sleeping. So that was a poem that God gave me to help me. To have an attitude. And I had to study Navy SEALs. Special operations during World War II. The courageousness of soldiers. To go beyond the lines. Behind enemy lines. Get a job done. Who were just lambs, babies, frightened. There were a few. So I studied. I watched movies. You'll see a lot of them on the YouTube channel of the Hidden Kingdoms. Histories and documentaries, Bible stories. I studied, watched movies, read true stories. I had to understand you, your enemy, where you would flee off to, the worlds that you went to. In your mind. I had to understand the occult. The kingdom of darkness. Spirituality. Witchcraft. The occult. Rituals. Trauma bonding. Mind control. Layering in of demons. I had to understand generations. The Illuminati. Brotherhood. I was on a fast track. Because I had to reach you. With love. But I had to be smart. I had to understand the world I was going into. Mm-hmm. Then he gave me another one. 
And I would send this out. And it's called You Have Been Found. I wrote this in 2001. Oh, a long time ago. To someone who has been crying silently in the dark. You felt the draw of something you knew not. You listened to the words that you could not understand. Many people just listened on the telephone when I would talk. I could sense them when they would come spiritually. Like now, when I'm recording the video. You fought and fought against this pool, this presence. Yet, you were drawn by something and someone you knew not. So many of them would get so mad. I would send loving cards, gifts to them. And I'll show you one of them. I would send a little teddy with a heart of love to them. Oh, they'd see it in Walmart during the Valentine's season. And they would buy it for each other. But it was different. There was something in this teddy. It was God in his presence. And this little teddy went with me and would go out into the realm of the spirit. Sometimes, mm-hmm, he would be just right there with me, carrying love. Because I was dealing with abused children spiritually. I had to understand physical and emotional abuse, sexual, drugs and alcohol, trauma. What happens in early childhood? Poor parenting, poor culture, traditions of other religions. I had to study. I had to study the lust of the flesh and its desires for pleasure. And I had to study sex. How powerful that is on the flesh and the nerves, the dopamines. To make you feel pleasure. I had to study drugs. The biological brain. And the spirit itself was helping. I had to understand so much that mental health counseling did not teach us. And God was helping me every step of the way. And I hope that when he touches you, you too will be able to help other people. You listened. You watched. You thought. And then you knew you needed what it was that was drawing you, calling you, and speaking to you. Then you found the hand in the dark and reached for it, and it found you. Now you know that you have been found. Great visual to see that. Is in the Lord of the Rings, the last movie, where Frodo is hanging over the edge in Mount Doom, and Sam is at the top. Frodo's finger is bitten off, he's bloody, he's about to fall into the lava. And Sam is up on the edge saying, reach, reach, don't you let go. And Frodo stretches and Sam stretches. And Sam, who was representing the Holy Spirit in that movie, his companion to help him, got his hand, pulled him up, carried him out of Mount Doom, helped him to come out. 
Did you know Sam even helped carry Frodo into Mount Doom? Said, I can't carry the burden for you. Carry the ring. That's not mine to carry. But I can carry you. You learn a lot when you watch movies. Do you know who wrote The Lord of the Rings? J.R. Tolkien, a Christian. He was trying to tell us of a world and a battle out there spiritually that we could not see. Now you know that you have been found. You have been heard. The other hand is so big. It's so strong and so warm and so soft. It has a voice of a mother. Your heart feels safe now. You feel as a child again, cuddled by a loving mother. You feel the touch of love without pain and hurt. You feel the touch of him who loves you as you are. You like the touch of him, his presence, who loves you so very much. You love the words that the mother speaks to you. You need the hands to hold you and the words to love you. Yes, sweetie, you have been found. Yes, you have been found. Yes, sweetie, you have been found. Yes, you have been found. Love to you from your heavenly father and Pastor Deborah, your spiritual mother. I had to see that we could find you. I had to know what you were looking for. I had to learn how to be a spiritual mother. How to speak to you kindly, spiritually. I had to know your fears. I had to know your souls. I had to know your traumas, your abuses, the layers of demons and programming that were there. I had so much to study to help you the Lord's way. None of this was taught in mental health counseling, but I've come a long way since then. And I hope each one of you, as you get touched and healed, also learn how to help people the Lord's way. Now I want to read to you about three actual poems that were written to me. From precious people like you. The first one is named Innocent. It was written to me. And the Agape Love Ministries. By a 17 year old. Multi-generational Satanist. Who was born to be a bride of Satan. A queen. A breeder. A high priestess. And is still captive at this time. In the kingdom of darkness. Against their will but has accepted Christ Jesus as their Savior, their Lord, and was baptized in water in a swimming pool at the age of 15. This was Amanda. This precious child has been my spiritual daughter since she was 14. I led her to the Lord. This was written in April 2001. This was from Amanda. Satan You know where I lie. Gently I go into the good night. All our lives get complicated. Search for pleasures overrated. 
never armed our souls for what the future would hold. We were innocent, innocent. Angels, lend me your might. Forfeit all my lies to get just one right. All those colors long since faded. All our smiles were confiscated. Never were we told we would be bought and sold when we were innocent. No, I still remember screaming. No, this prayer is for me tonight. This far down that line and still ain't got it right. And while confessions not yet stated, our next sin is contemplated. Never did we know what the future would hold or that we would be bought and sold. We were innocent. We were innocent. Innocent. Amanda wrote me many, many stories and poems, and you'll hear them. Once we became daughter and mother, She had a great need to tell me about her life. This one is called Run Away. It was written by a young lady at the request of a little girl of about nine years old and was sent to me to place here on the YouTube channel and on the website for others to hear the long forgotten silent cries of children being abused. It is God's desire that the tears of silent cries be seen from the darkness and that we take his supernatural love to all in the prison of the dragon's kingdom. Written in July 2001. I can feel your pain as you turn. Look away. Have to run and hide got too much on your mind just a little girl in a big old world it's a fight to just stay alive got to run away have no time to stay and play little child little child afraid to love to open up too afraid of being hurt So she runs inside her mind, runs deep inside to her happy place. Run away where no one knows. Run away into the cold. Run away and hide until she's old. Thought she found the one thing she's been searching for all her life. Moving on, moving on. But then they'll take it away and she will run again. Keep running until she finds the end. But the problem is there is no end for her, for us. The cycle erupts and so on we go. As the story unfolds deeper into the maze we get, spiraling down. Down, downward, until the end. I had people wanting to speak so I could hear them. They would write poems. 
send me emails. They would talk through other people. You'll hear later on about a precious young man named Matthew. He lived in Louisiana. And he couldn't get out, so he wrote through a lady that I was working with. And you'll hear a story. It's wonderful. They were trying to reach out the best way they knew how, spiritually. Now I want you to hear a letter to me from Owl. Remember Owl? He was on the other video. And we heard his story about how I spiritually adopted him after he wrote and told me about himself. As you know, he's in heaven now. But he wrote back to me. And these were from himself, written for you, written to me, Pastor Deborah, by a multi-generational Satanist, Owl, who was into vampirism, who accepted Christ Jesus as his Lord and was baptized in a swimming pool on the night of his salvation. This young man is now with the Lord and at rest and at peace. August 2000. You are beautiful. You say you love me, even though I'm blind, to everything you've done for me, to every tear you've cried. You've spoken words into my life, rescuing me from burning flames. I just want you to know. So what if we had conflicting assignments? Sent to wage war on each other's souls. I can still tell you're different. You care for an enemy. So much has happened. So many regrets. I don't have much time left. My assignment is almost through. But hopefully still one day we'll meet up there. Finally. Face to face. Thank you. Owl. Your son. He knew he had a mama. The mama is the anchor. For the spirit. It's agape love itself. I was just a representative of it. They didn't really understand it. I had to study. Agape love. The father. Image and likeness. I had to be able to speak to people that did horrible things spiritually. And yet that was the goal and the heart's desires of Isaiah 61 and 62. That was the purpose of the cross. To birth again the owls of the world. The Amandas. The little ones. Into new creatures of light like this one. To bring them forth out of the kingdom of darkness and Satan's grips through death. To be born again into the kingdom of heaven. A child of the heavenly father. To live in heaven eternally and eventually come back to a new earth. Owl. That was him. Precious, precious young man who had had a horrible life. Was multiple And his personalities, disassociated, heroin addict, drug addict. He was a child pornographer. He was a mess. And yet, he found Christ. And I'll see him later. I want to read to you one more 
that was written to me called My Mother. This was from Amanda. Written by a precious young person born into Satanism and has been saved, baptized in water and and the Holy Spirit. This young person is unable to get out to total physical freedom or spiritual or in the soul yet. But God's plans are at work. August 2001. This came from both Owl and Amanda. And it represented many others from that world of darkness and abuse. The realm of the spirit. The kingdom of darkness. So listen. God wanted me to learn something. What joy a gentle touch can bring. What kindness and compassion can do. And how a firm hand helps us too. What strength there is in gentleness. What power lies in a gentle touch. How can one show love for another? And so God gave me you, my mother. And that was how I began helping you. Being a spiritual mother. And that ends this video. And I want to ask you. Would you like to be my spiritual child? As Al and Amanda and many others have. It's not for your soul. But your soul will feel it. Because your spirit will begin getting healed. Light of love will come into it. And it will start shining out to your soul, transforming its thoughts and ideas and hurts, wounds, pushing out the fears. Healing will come. Deliverance will happen if you just say yes. You don't have to even say it. Nod your head, wink your eye, put your little finger up. That's it, and it's done. When you accept me, you you only get, you also get the Holy Spirit. You get the Father and Christ Jesus. We're all here in one. And you're brand new. You're a baby. But there's hope for you. Even though your life may never change. And death may come quickly. The battles will be hard. Because now you are a traitor. To those who thought they had you. Spiritually, the enemy will know that you're a new creature. But you've got a glorious future ahead. So you be happy. Help has come. Reach out with everything you have or whatever little you have. Even if you're in a trance, you're in a faraway land like Oz. You're not alone. We're there. Will help you. So be encouraged. The light of love has come into your world. Your darkness. For your spirit. The forever person. We want you as our child. In the name of Christ Jesus. We pray that you answer yes. And you come forth out of the darkness into light. And you. The forever person. Begin your healing. And you find what Amanda found and Owl found and so many others. Gentle words of love, 
kindness. A God is not mean and cruel to you. And your spirit finds the love in a family that it's always been seeking. So come and be my spiritual child. There's other people out there that do this, I'm sure. Go look for them. Check them out. Watch what they do. Watch what they watch. Listen to them. Make your decision. There are some wonderful people out here. We love you so much. We want you as our child. In the family of God. We want to help you spiritually grow and mature. Your life may never change physically. It may be short. may get worse. But we're with you even through that. Mm -hmm. You're not alone anymore. You have been found. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, I'll see you on video number three of The Light of Love. Mm -hmm. Bye.